That's probably the most special thing I've heard all day. It's a cherry on top of an already delicious looking cake. I love the jokes about him though. It's like he can equip two-handed weapons. Is this a bug? <laughs> <laughs> Hey everyone, Wilmgard here with Miniado. Hey. And you're listening to the FFBE podcast. So this week we've got uh, not a whole lot of new updates, but a lot of very exciting updates. Some things that people have been looking forward to for a very long time. Yeah, definitely. But first, uh, let's go over what you did this week, Mini. What were you up to? I farmed the King Mog event only, you know, putting my Barrett's through the test and then the patch or whatever was live today so I, I went through the exploration mission and then tried a little bit of the new story but that's about it what about you i did pretty much the same i did so much farming it was crazy and i only recently got all of the event exclusive equipment cleared out yeah it's a little bit tougher because the ticket is 150k so it takes a while to hit that yeah that was tilting i felt like it took forever but on a positive note, it felt like there was a lot of bonus units when doing the run, so it didn't take as long as I expected. I had moments where I had no 7-star Tifas or Vincents in my friends list. I would do the run with a Barret, because whatever, I'm not waiting. And then the moment I finish it, the next thing I try to do, the Vincents and Tifas are all, they're flooding my friends list again. <laughs> <laughs> So many people pulled really hard for that banner. I guess a lot of people like their Tifa and their Vincents. Yeah, Final Fantasy VII is one of the iconic ones, at least here in the West. People, That's a lot of people's first Final Fantasy because it was the first sort of big 3D one. That's true. It is the first one that they put a lot of effort into with animation and even the characters like the sprites themselves were ahead of their time i guess at the time despite how bad they look there's supposedly a remake of final fantasy 7 coming out sometime soonish mm -hmm. and i just gotta say it looks wonderful but one thing they did not stay true to is the original final fantasy 7 cloud had massive forearms the remake cloud has normal forearms and i won't stand for this i'm not touching that game unless they fix cloud's forearms to be what they should be one thing a lot of people were worried about going on that same exact thread is some of the jokes play off of the bad look of the sprites so for example there are jokes about when they're doing push-ups and stuff like that because their sprites look terrible doing like almost anything yeah and so i feel like they're gonna lose a lot of the nuances of those jokes and different things so from what i've heard they are changing the game drastically well that's why they labeled it a remake instead of just final fantasy 7 there there are going to be changes it's not going to be the same exact game as the original which makes me want to play it yeah me too i'm kind of excited for it i just want them to fix cloud's forearms it's just not believable that he can wield that massive sword with those tiny arms whereas <laughs> in the original they made it believable because he had massive muscles on his forearms could you imagine the strength of that grip yeah they need to give him bigger bigger arms for sure especially in the forearm area like you said imagine hitting something with that heavy ass sword there's no way you could grip that with tiny forearms no impossible it's been tested by science i'd like to see those tests actually that'd be hilarious on the topic of final fantasy 7 in ffbe we are getting the trial the challenge of the almighty schizo 
Oh, that's how you read it. I guess that that does make kind of more sense. I was how using it as it? Shizo. Shizo is fine. Yeah, but schizo kind of makes more sense because it's SCH. And then, you know, it's like schizophrenia. Schizo. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe I don't it's know. Schizo. We'll never know. It's hard. That's the real challenge of this of this exploration, I feel. Just pronouncing the name of the boss. Man, one thing I hate about explorations on these is how long it takes to get through the whole map. This one looks big on paper. On some of them, they, the map is really small. On this one, it is actually vast. And I had the same feeling because I ran it initially on the easy mode to get all the chests and clean it up. That's the standard way to do it. And I felt like the encounter rate was so high and it was just so tedious because they're just these little things I could flick and they would die. And it just made the thing take so long that I couldn't actually enjoy the nice little thing they had set up inside to kind of shout out to Final Fantasy VII. Yep. And then when they put in things where you have to run back and forth within the map, it makes it very, very tedious. Yeah, and I mean, I don't mind that they do these things. I don't want it just to be a corridor. It is a corridor, but I don't like. I don't want to just run straight. It's nice that they put these little things. It's just the encounter oh, no. rate I felt was just a little bit high to the point where it got annoying. That's what I mean is that because they make the map so big and then you do have to run to different sections and run back and forth between certain things. And then they also make the encounter rate as bad as Bahamut's Island. Th that's, that's where it gets tricky. No preemptive strikes. At least we can be thankful for that, you know? Nothing's going to surprise and kill you after two hours of running. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have you had a chance to try the hard mode of the boss? Yeah, I did. It's actually not that hard. I figured as much. Yeah, it's something we tend to see with these exploration missions. Because it's part of an exploration, I think part of the difficulty, they split it so they don't make the boss as hard because they a bit of the difficulty is getting to the boss. And they assume that players might get drained a little bit. Yeah, not everyone is stacked. Not everyone has all the luck in the world. I actually had a very bad luck on actually running this. I had to run it twice because I was reading the missions and one of the missions is deal lightning and water damage three times or more to an enemy. And I thought, okay, this is going to be really easy. It's an exploration. I can just, I'll, by the time I get to the boss, I'll fight enough things to do it. So I thought, okay, I'll equip my Lauren with a water sword and I'll equip my heel with a lightning sword and I'll just attack and just auto go through it. But my brain just spaced out. So I didn't equip Lauren with any swords and Hio had a fire sword. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? So, and I didn't realize it until I got to the end of it. And then I had to rerun it again just for that one mission. Just uh, this That's probably the most special thing I've heard all day. Yeah, I'm just so stupid because I, I read it. I was like, all right, I know exactly how I'm going to do this to make it just easy and brain dead. And then I just don't do it. I just hit start for some stupid reason and forget about it. <laughs> The funniest thing to me is that you didn't equip Lauren with anything. <laughs> yeah, I took off her other sword, so I'm like, oh, you know what it was? Because I was at work, and it was kind of slowish. I probably got distracted by someone who came to talk to me, and then when I came back to it, I was just, just take go. And, you know, it cost me twice the energy, but it is what it is. What are you doing talking to people at work? You got to focus on your work, man, and that is playing FFBE. No, I love this new job. When it's busy, it's, it's busy, mistake. and the day flies by. But there are times when it's slow, and my boss 
does not care. He says, I don't care. As long as you get your work done, I don't care if you're on your phone. And it, that, I'm just like, oh, that's this, nice. This is the boss from heaven. So, yeah, as long as I get my work done, which, you know, some days I don't touch my phone because it's just we get slammed. And then some days it's slow and I get a nice little chance to actually play FFB or whatever. That's actually pretty nice. You have a sweet gig there. Yeah, it's nice. I'm enjoying it so far. So overall, Schizo, very easy. I remember that the previous Final Fantasy VII boss was harder, but that's okay. They can't make every exploration boss super hard. People will get mad. Yeah. That's what, I, that's what trials are for. Definitely. I, I do not mind that this guy is a little bit easier. It's nice to take a, to get a little freebie. And I think because it is Final Fantasy VII and it's so so many fans enjoy it, they just wanted to give it. Um, but, it, you know, if you are a newer player and you are struggling with this or you're, you're struggling to clear the missions, uh, feel free to hit us up. I mean, I can share my lore and I can give her a lightning and a water sword and you can just run through it with her. She's got some good breaks and does decent damage. I can get her to like 2k. Yeah, and I can share I can share my lightning who has nothing awakened and she'll be of no help at all. Yeah, so there you go. You've got some very tough choices to make if you are having trouble. But, you know, hit us up and whatever you want, we got it. Lightning, Lauren, you know, Chizuru. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shadow you know whatever whatever you need i haven't leveled my shadow unfortunately <laughs> it'd be like a level one naked shadow you know what would be amazing you know what would be the perfect addition to my team and you're like it would be russell we got a russell for you if you want it yeah i mean this is the perfect boss if you want to troll a little bit and equip one of your one star units deck them out completely and send them in <laughs> that'd be hilarious <laughs> i might do that actually yeah that's really funny so with the completion of gaia's cliff not actually with the completion with just clearing it you do get two pieces of equipment you get blaze armlet an accessory with plus 20 percent fire resist yeah and i mean fire resist is easy to come by so it's not that special but i know for example omega trial there are points where i was really struggling to gear out my whole team with fire resist so for a lot of people, this could be helpful if they want to try to at least take that guy on because you need 100% on every member or they're just going to get slaughtered on turn one. Yeah, exactly. That's very true and you make a good point. But because there's so much fire resistance in the game, it devalues this a little bit. It's still useful in, like you said, for example, on Omega Trial, but overall as an accessory for the general game as a whole, not the greatest just because there is so much fire resistance equipment so i will say it is a general step up from the excess because these ex this accessory the blaze armlet is actually in a chest in the exploration so you can get it just by clearing beginner as far as these kinds of accessories go compared to ones we've gotten in the past out of the chests i feel like it's a small upgrade definitely i i can 100 percent agree with that at least they're useful whereas most often they put stupid things in chests that are just kind of filler things like pieces of equipment that take up your equipment slots and you wish you didn't get them but you do because you're a completionist and then you have to buy more accessory slots yeah for your inventory exactly Every single one of these useless accessories is 20 lapis. <laughs> yeah, actually, when you put it into perspective, that is very true. Every time you pick up one of these piece of junk accessories, there's 20 lapis down the drain. Although I will say that anything with elemental resist, I tend to keep because you just never know. There are sometimes you need more than 100%. And like I said, 
it's just elemental resist is always going to be useful in one degree or another oh i keep everything so elemental resist junk more junk than the last thing i'll keep everything and then if we're looking at the accessory that you get for actually clearing the the ex expert mode or hard mode protect ring is actually super super good it gives you 30 percent fire ice and lightning the protect ring is fantastic it's an amazing accessory and it auto casts like you it says it auto casts protect ring but what that means is a free 5% physical and magic mitigation to the person who has it on. Yeah, and 5% is not amazing, but it's it's free. Like, It's just that it's a cherry on top of an already delicious looking cake. The nice thing about it is that both of these stack on top of uh, general mitigation. So if you have, for example, a Zargabath and you have your uh, damage mitigation buff that he gives, these stack on top of that. So... It's helpful overall. For sure. Enough about Final Fantasy VII and their exploration mission, unless you have something else to say, Mini. No, I think we covered it pretty thoroughly. Let's move on to the current event, the one that I personally am super hyped up for. I am, I've been excited for this since Wednesday, I guess, or Thursday. I think it was Wednesday when they released the notes and said that our favorite priestess of the waters, Folka, is coming to us. We're also getting a story event with her, Priestess of the Crystalline Waters. I, for one, am extremely interested in seeing what kind of backstory they give us on Folka. Her character within the main story is very diverse, very interesting. There's a lot they can do with her. You really feel that? I feel like Folka in the main story is one of the least developed characters and just super generic bimbo. Undeveloped? Yeah, in the main story. From season one and her self as the veritas of the waters and the type of stuff she went through there and the backs the small amount of backstory on that where she kind of brainwashed herself to be able to do those things yeah i mean we know she had to brainwash herself but not much else and then afterwards she just kind of became bimbo number two an accomplice to citra and i mean citra did get some really nice backstory in her story event which i think was much needed it kind of gave gave me a fresh perspective on Citra. I'm really hoping they do the same for Folka. I really hope they do too. And that's why I'm looking forward to this story event because I think that they can do a lot here to develop her as a character. Because they gave her a lot of plot points that they can work with. It's just they got to actually activate. Yeah, I mean, I did have a chance to play through two, the first two little missions or scenarios, whatever they're called. And it looks like it's going to be taking place in Aldarian. So it's going to be a nice little history of Aldarian and how Folka kind of, I guess, plays into it and how she founded the the priesthood or the priestesshood of the waters. I'm really excited to see what happens. I played through the first portion of the story event, just the first little node. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll see where it takes from there. It, Like you said, Aldarian seems like it's going to be historical. Yeah, I mean, they don't call it Aldarian. They call it Old but I'm assuming because O-L-D-E, they're going to turn it into that. Like, it's the very beginning of it, which is why I'm hopeful that they're going to give Folka a really nice backstory to kind of flesh out her character a little bit. Definitely. You're also able to get a five-star uh, summon ticket, the UOC ticket out of this event. So definitely do this so you can take advantage of that. It's an extremely easy one too. The King Mogwan was our tough one for the month. This one you get on the first level 
of focus story and it's the conditions are very very easy yep how do you feel about the two featured pieces of equipment we have the conjurer's rod love it it's actually amazing uh wind resistance and earth resistance on a weapon it's extremely rare yeah so I know it's not much, it's only 15%, but it's really tough. I think currently there's, what, 10 weapons in the game, maybe a little bit more, that have actual resistances. resistances. And some and some of them are TMRs or STMRs, so there's very, very few easily accessible ones. So Conjurer's Rod, though its mag stat is weak, I really love the passive. Oh, I'm super excited for this. This is going to help, for example, my Bosch who can equip staffs to get higher resistances as a magic tanker. So yep. I'm very excited for this weapon. And then the Water Priestess's Choker. Also fantastic. This is what I need because I still haven't finished the three-star Leviathan battle. This is a fantastic accessory. I think there's only one other accessory that gives you 30% or is it 25%? I can't remember anymore. It's an old one. It's from another limited uh, event called the the pre the water priestess locket or something what was it called god damn it's old it was a long time ago but there is one other one that yeah. gives you a decent it, it amount. gives you it gives you like 20 or 25 percent water resist so this ring is going to be a little bit better and it's again you get it just for running the mission so definitely pick them up both of them are fantastic 100 percent. now we can't say much about the mission as we haven't gone through the entire story so next week we can discuss a little bit about what we think about folka and her backstory quest. For now, let's go through some of the units that we're getting with this banner. Besides the superstar of the show, are you interested in any of the other three? Ikor is worth mentioning for his TMR. TMR. Uh, it's one of the best TMRs you could put on Tifa. Anybody who has Tifa, it's a water elemental knuckle with 125 attack. Um, and given that it's on a three star, if you don't pick them up through, if you don't do free summons or 250 summons, try to roll a few tickets for them. If you've got Tifa, it's amazing. Um, otherwise, anybody who's going to be actually trying for Folka is probably going to be up to their teeth in this guy. So <clears throat> not much else special about him other than that. Just great TMR on him. I love how they put out Tifa and then put out a unit with a TMR right after her that's perfect for her. Mm, it's absolutely amazing. Nice stroke of luck for us, I guess. What do you think of, I'll just go out and say it, to me, all three of these units are pretty much TMR containers. Yeah, I think... Uh... U-Bell has, in my opinion, some potential... But other than that, I can't really see much use from the other two. Correct me if I'm wrong. Kihana has some potential as a breaker buffer, sort of like Soleil. Uh, she can get up to some decent percentages. But yeah, it's nothing extraordinary. So my issue with uh, Kihana is it takes her, I think, five turns to get to her highest numbers and before that she can it is nice like you said you can break or buff for a significant amount yeah but only on turn two can you get decent breaks and buffs so turn one she's useless and then on turn two you're getting a 60 percent full break and a 30 sorry a 30 percent full break or a 60 percent buff so it's like it takes forever to get her up to a decent point that to me I can't really see her being useful even as a low tier unit. I actually like her just for the sake that she does have those really high highs. I mean, she's going to be a four star support, so she's never going to match somebody like 
Zargabath or whatever, but I think as a budget support, I I really like what they did with her because it's her peak is gated behind a lot of abilities. You're right, she has a lot of drawbacks. But if you have nothing else to use, you'll be happy with this one because you know if you do get to those points, you can get a lot out of her. At, at her peak, she's giving you 200% attack, defense, mag, spirit, and breaking 60% for all four attributes, which is really respectable for a four-star unit. I know it's not available on command, but if you don't have anybody top tier, I think she, she competes with Soleil a little bit. It's probably one of the first few four-stars that it can give Soleil a run for her money as a dancer. That's fair, but when I look at it, even from the perspective of someone who doesn't have the best units and you're looking for a budget buffer slash breaker, I wish just that they gave her a little bit on the abilities that activate the next ability. Yes, she mitigates her own damage taken, but she's not really doing much for your party. And if you're on a trial of some sort that's pretty difficult and you don't have any buffs or breaks for five turns you're kind of gonna die pretty much that's how i feel about it at least i just wish that for example her 60 percent buff or her 30 percent break was tied into the unlocking of the next tier yeah it's unfortunate that you have to choose if you want to stop at this tier and take the buff or go right to the end and the other thing that I think really hurts her, which probably makes Soleil still better than her, is even when you do get to the end, which is fantastic, you can't sustain it. So it's not like it re-unlocks itself, sort of like Roy's best abilities do. Mm -hmm. It just, you use it and then you gotta start again from scratch. Yeah, there's some significant drawbacks to her. I mean, you can use her, I just foresee it being very difficult if you plan to use her for even moderately to high difficulty trials. I think she's a step up though from most four stars they release because at least we had something to talk about. Whereas compare it to last week, you know, Barrett, you know, he's got a limit burst and that's the end of the story. <laughs> okay, I will I will give you that. They are trying. Yeah. <laughs> They're trying a lot more than they did for Garrett. Yeah, good old Garrett. Garrett, man, that's the guy. Good boy. <laughs> I love the jokes about him though. It's like he can equip two-handed weapons. Is this a bug? <laughs> no, man. Do you, see, do you see that guy? He's a beast. He only needs yeah, one hand to equip a two-handed weapon. That's all he needs. That's how crazy <laughs> he is. That's how strong he is, man. Yeah, he's badass. Don't mess with Barrett. What do you think of Kiana's necklace? I'd say useless on anybody except for Citra. I'd, I think she's the only... I think her and Grimlord Sakura are the only ones who have uh, increased equipment spirit. Uh, other than that, having percentage spirit is probably better on any spirit user. Uh, but Citra and Sakura could probably get a lot out of it. Anybody else, I don't think it's actually good. Yeah, I agree with that. That's what I was getting at as well. Now for a final sub unit, Ubel, his TMR Reaper of the Duststorm, I actually quite like it. Yeah, me too. It's a standard. So what used to be 30% attack materia on these units has been up to 40%. That's kind of the new standard. We've seen a lot of them. Uh, this one gives you, it's like 40% plus an effect. This one is plant killer. Uh, could be really helpful for some trials that involve plants. 40% attack is also pretty decent. There's one significant trial that I can think of with plants that is immensely annoying. I'm thinking Malboro and Antonella. Those are the two that jumped to mind for me. Antonella, man, that, that piece of junk gave me so much trouble. Didn't you pick up a fourth transterra recently i did 
You can you can get two seven star Transterras on lawnmower that thing. I'm going to because I've de- <laughs> I actually recently decided I spent a lot of time thinking if I should get her STMR or get two. I'm decided to get two because it's much easier to just have yeah two Transterras to chain with, and then my friend unit can be anything. Yeah, exactly. And then you can carry two until a better magic chainer rolls around for you, and then you can always use them together. later. Yeah, it's not like yeah. you're losing anything, right? Exactly. Yeah, definitely get that lawnmower into action. What do you think of Ubel as a unit? Uh, don't mind him. He's got onion slice frames on his best two abilities, and he can increase fire and light resistance with those abilities by 70%, which is really respectable. So I could see niche uses for him. I don't think he's super fantastic, but he's not god-awful. He's He is a four-star after all, so definitely I don't mind him. Yeah, I do really enjoy the fact that he has chaining, especially with some of the higher units like uh, Onion Slice Family. So if you do have one copy of, let's say, Onion Knight or Sephiroth or Heo and not a second one, obviously you can take a friend Heo and all this stuff, but if you're limited to your own units, you can chain with this guy, right? I mean, yeah, Onion Slice is an old family and it's definitely, he's got choices for sure. It, there's there's a good if you if you do pick it up there is a decent chance that you'll have whatever you need right like you'll you'll be able to find a partner for him the other nice thing i like about him is innate 20 percent physical evasion what that works out to is making him a very good budget provoke dodge tank so yeah. if you don't have anything else he comes with an ability to provoke by 70 percent um and then you can get him up to 100% dodge a little bit easier than most other three and four star units. So exactly, he's he's not terrible. Like this banner has been okay for four star units. Compared yeah, it's actually to, been half decent. Yeah, compared to past banners, it's a step up. All right, it's time, I think, to dive into, pun intended, our water priestess, Folka. So first thing I want to say about Folka is the limit burst animation they have for her is just amazing. Yeah, that's, it's pretty fantastic. Yeah, they did a fantastic job with it. I love that they're adding uh, vocals to the limit burst animations moving mm-hmm. forward. I think they've actually gone, they've gone back and yeah, they've added them to the past ones as well. I know. I love it. It's it may it adds that extra little level of excitement to the CG animation for me. Definitely. And I mean the quality of the animation is wonderful as well. It's just nice to see. Let's talk about Folka. I mean, I'm super excited for her. Yeah, me too. I am in desperate need of a healer, so I will definitely be pulling for this girl. What are you most excited about that she brings? Besides, of course, the typical full life Kiraja re-raise. What are you excited for beyond the standard healer abilities? She can make your turn your team resistant to everything on turn one as a six star. The fact that she can do it as a six star is insane. It's insane. She's the best budget healer like you could ever get. Even if you don't get two of her, you're still set. Yeah, she's gonna be squishier, so it's gonna be tougher in some of those trials where you can't block everything. But her seven star just gives her an amazing MP recovery ability and a bit of extra mitigation, which isn't super amazing. The the her best abilities are all six star and below. It's just fantastic. 
I would contest that her mitigation abilities are really, really good just because they can stack on top of other mitigation abilities depending on what you need. They're so, really, I, I, I would agree they're really good. I'm just saying they're not what what is exciting to her about her kit for me. Oh yeah, mi- there's mitigation so much is more. nothing new. There's so much more that she brings like 100% resistance to literally everything. And on top of that, she can break, uh, she can imperil water. And I'm pretty sure she has water resistance for your whole team as well. So this this woman is just a monster. She's the OG water priestess, man. She's she's the one who invented the cleansing waters of Oldarian on top of being able to completely wash everyone over with water so that no other water can affect them. And then on top of that, if by some chance you do get your team affected by some kind of ailment you know or not ailment but necessarily but like even a break of some kind she can remove any kind of break from the team with without removing their buffs as well i i would say her only drawbacks which aren't super big and are definitely needed to give ayaka and fina somewhere still to be she doesn't have an aoe raise and she doesn't have a aoe re-raise those are the kind of two niches still that ayaka and fina can bring over foca and fina or ayaka also gets some barriers and stuff at seven star but other than that she does everything the thing i'm loving that they're doing and they've been whoever's been developing the characters in the recent maybe six months or at least with the release of seven stars for units like healers and buffers where they need a base amount of abilities to function at the top level. For example, full healing, full having a raise or a re-raise, dual white magic is essential. I love how they're treating the seven star aspect of it in that each seven star top tier healer has their own place. It's not like, oh, focus here now, that means everything else is irrelevant. It's like, okay, Folk is here now, and she handles a different situation of the trials or of potential trials compared to 7-star Ayaka, compared to 7-star Fina. For sure. She's super good. She's the best healer in the game by far when you compare her to anything else. But she does have her sort of holes or weaknesses. Like, she can't cure... She can prevent stop from landing on your team, but if somebody does get stopped, she has no way to cure it outside of a very, very expensive limit burst. So there are certain areas where you would consider maybe taking an Ayaka or a Fina over her. But those areas are few and far between with her kit as it is now. Like she, she has it all. She has Kiraja, dual cast, full life, re-raise. Just, and on top of that, she's got her own special abilities that can make your team resistant to all ailments and all breaks. So I just, I, I, it, when I saw her kit, I, I immediately knew I had to roll for her because I need a healer. And even if I had another really good healer, this might still have warranted to roll for her. She's that good. I'm very fortunate to have both Ayaka and Lotus Mage Fina. And I'm still going to pull for Folka literally because she brings so much to the table and having all three kind of pillars of the top healers gives me so much versatility in doing trials and what do i need from that slot it's amazing i can't pass this chance up so i'm gonna be pulling like crazy for this girl yeah that's it's not a bad idea i mean we we said this on a previous episode 
healers and supports tend to last a lot longer in the meta than DDs. So you're never you can never go wrong pulling for a good healer. I've had Hayaka since her release, which was a year ago, a year and a half ago, a year ago, something mm-hmm. like that. It's been a while since Hayaka was released, and I've still been able to use her as my mate, like white mage. And that just goes to show you how long these types of units last. Yeah, I've, I've had the same experience. I only have a six star Hayaka, but I've managed to clear Odin, Leviathan, all the trials, uh, including Calcabrina. And it's just, she does fine. It's some points for me got tricky because she's so squishy. But even if I don't get Folka, I'm going to be pissed because I'm planning to roll a lot for her. But <laughs> like, I'm not that bad off because healers just, they last a long time. Definitely. Now, we kind of skipped over her TMR and STMR to get right into the, the fun stuff of it. But I do think that her TMR matches up with the other Veritas un, unclothed unarmored unclothed <laughs> they're not naked unarmored giving some mp and spirit lb gauge fill rate which is going to be really really good for folka her limit burst is so amazing as you mentioned previously with recovering health curing all statuses giving status resistance water is like everything it's it's insane how good it gets so the only thing i would say is if i have folka at seven star i'm probably never using her Limit Burst, because she has that ability Teardrop that costs 10 Burst Stones, recovers 180 MP to all allies. I think that's probably what I'm going to (laughs) spam. That is what you would spam, but at the same time, there might be a situation where you need to use. It's not like, what should I do? Do I heal or do I whatever? It's like, no, if I don't heal my team, they're all dead. (laughs) Yeah, she, she has a wonderful Limit Burst, but... I mean, it's not novel, so to speak. It, it compares, for example, with Ayaka's that also heals everything. And I think White Mage Fina's or Lotus Mage Fina's does something a little different in terms of AoE re-raise. But, you know, once they die and come back, it cures everything. So That's true. That's very <laughs> true. To me, the exciting thing is that teardrop ability that only costs burst stones. And it's only 10 burst stones. So she's got a pool of over 50 of them. You can easily uh, stock up and whenever, I mean, if you do need it, right, it's there. It's a great limit burst. But for the most part, people are going to, if you have her at seven star, the teardrop is the way to go. She is literally the best mana battery, I think, in the <laughs> yeah. game right now. It's literally. hard to beat it. It's, it's really hard to beat it. And then her STMR. Because she's a healer, there's almost zero chance or zero times that using two seven star Fulkas is going to be useful. So getting her STMR would be amazing. Tons of mana in there, tons of spirit, and then extra water resistance on a weapon. Amazing. Yeah, super good on her, but I think uh, magic cover tanks, when they see this, they're salivating. They they want a piece of this. This has everything they need. Yep. If I could get this thing and put it on my Bosch and then take him into that stupid freaking Leviathan battle, I'd be set. I'm telling you, man, Celis, she's she's the one. Just like, stop him from using those Ajas and you're, you're good to go. I know. I just got to sit down and put some effort into it, but that's okay. We'll, we'll take care of it later. Folka, the Water Priestess, Veritas of the Waters. What an amazing unit. I'm super excited for her. Going to be pulling like crazy. As Minnie mentioned, if you don't have a healer already, this is probably one of, if not the best, 
healers in the game right now. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, if you do have seven star Ayaka and seven or seven star Fina, and there is a unit out in the distance that you would like better that you're just in love with, you can skip her because Ayaka and Fina at seven star will get you by no problem. But if there's nothing you're looking forward to and you're pretty set as far as your team goes, I think she's very clearly the best healer in the game currently. So definitely worth a pull. So many. How hard are you going to pull for Folka? I have a ton of tickets. I'm just going to pull until I get two of her. You're not going to go for four? No. What if What if you do the... Are you going to do any Lapis summons? Probably not. I'm trying to save them for an eventual DD down the road. Okay, okay. I will do them if my tickets yield me nothing. But I'm, gonna, I'm really going to try to save the Lapis for a step up down the road if I can. If I don't get her from tickets, then I will use my Lapis. But Fair uh, enough. I, I'm not going to shoot for the STMR because it's a nice to have, but not a must have, if you know Fair what I mean. Fair enough. Oh, I know exactly what you mean. So tickets only if you can help it. Yeah, I'm shooting for two. And if I get that, I'll be happy. That's where I'm going to stop and then go into saving mode again because my Heo is getting slowly getting uh, power crept to the point where I'm really starting to feel it. Although I didn't really feel it on the exploration run. He cleared that in one hit. So he's still good. Just <laughs> on some of the harder ones, you feel it a bit. Oh, yeah. I, I have to hit things twice to kill them now. <laughs> Man, I'm really hurting because I don't have a seven-star Nyx. If I had that, I'd be golden. Dirty Heo users, you. <laughs> so tilted off of my failure. That's all right. You got two Transterras. She's pretty solid, man. Well, now I have two Trans... Well, I have to level her still. So. Yeah, but it'll come. Tons of Cactuars in the game. And there's there's a bunch of Cactuars you can pick up from the King Mog event, too. They're pretty cheap. Definitely. That's what I'm probably... If I don't get Folka, that's what I'm going to be using my Cactuars on, getting that second 7-star Transterra. Yeah, I'm going to focus on Folka first as well, and then anything that's left over. I don't know who I'm going to give it to. I have nobody really good, but I also don't have unit space. So I, I end up feeding my useless 7-stars. Pretty much. All right. I think that's pretty much it for the content this week. We covered Folka in very, very detailed descriptions, and we covered Folka really well. Yeah, I mean, there, there isn't much else to cover. We kind of covered this. She does healer things, but the things we talked about are different. Why people are excited for her. Things she does that maybe other healers don't do. Exactly. So with that, we're going to be ending this episode. As many mentioned, if you guys do need some help clearing any of these trials moving forward, hit us up, let us know. We're happy to help you out and get you a good unit from our extensive pools. So just let us know what you need and we're more than happy to help you out. Extensive pools. <laughs> nice joke. Why? I just don't feel my pool is very extensive. <laughs> really? What's extensive about it? I've got Hio, I've got Kurosame. And maybe I can do a rain and a mustache. Wilhelm. Those. Are, oh, and Lauren. Uh, you know what? Maybe I do have some options. Yeah. You have you have one top tier unit for each. Except healer. But category. hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, Folka will fix it, and I will have a healer. And you know, I don't have an extensive pool. I just have a top tier DPS, a top tier physical tank, a top tier magic tank, a top tier every other unit. Like. <laughs> Yeah. You're ridiculous. Sometimes yeah. you don't realize what you've got. Yeah, exactly. Until you lose it. And let's hope I don't lose it. <laughs> you wake up one day. We have banned your account indefinitely. Man, the only thing that would have made Focus limit burst animation better is if she was stepping on L's face while she oh cast her. That'd be terrible. Oh, 
I would have terrible. Loved it. it would have been, been amazing. It. Rather than stepping on his face, you know how they show the water underneath her feet? Yeah. If it was just a reflection of L. Do you think she regrets it? She doesn't even remember it. She doesn't even her, remember it. Because of her magic, yeah. Yeah. Lying sack of shit. <laughs> Oh well, we'll see. We'll see how I. F- I'm gonna reserve my judgment until I get her backstory, because Citra's backstory changed my opinion of Citra a little bit. We'll see, see what happens. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We really, really appreciate it, and we will catch you in the next episode. Peace. See you guys next week. Bye.